0: there. Thank you for joining us. This is Jaded. I am Jody.
1: Hi. This is Nick.
0: And Nick, that was a wonderful sleepy time, put your kid to bed kind
1: of (laughs) thing. Yeah. (laughs) You you know what? I actually played something like that uh, because the couple next door, across the street.
0: With their new baby. Yeah,
1: they have a four-month-old, right? And um, she was looking at me with her big blue eyes. She's like, can't talk. Right. And she was like fussy, right? And I began playing the harmonica, and she like. First of all, she jerked.
0: Jolted a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're like, what the hell, you know? And, but then she was, her eyes were wide open, and she was listening. And eventually, you know, she Easily just combed. Calmed, calmed right down. Yeah. Yes,
0: that was a very good song. Yeah. Um, it's been a couple weeks. Folks, um, we just did a recording that unfortunately I lost, so we were not able to post that. Um, So what I was going to drive through to the heart of was I thought things were going good. I've been months and months and months, well, it seems like months and months and months, it's maybe only been months and months, without my medication. And, you know, I, I was away from my home circumstance. Uh, things at work were better. Um, number two was out of my house, living at home. You know, there were not a lot of stressors. There are not a lot of stressors. And yet, um, my diagnosis is catching up with me. and. What is your diagnosis? Uh, bipolar two with a depressive disorder and anxiety NOS. And I think that we, we, I know that we spoke last time about how I'm doing better with my anxiety. Yeah. Uh, When I see triggers, (coughs) as you call them, on the road, instead of letting those triggers be a bad memories and depressing thoughts, I've found a way to make them pleasant and uh, happy. Uh, But still there is this cloud that follows me that
1: a cloud hanging over your
0: head type of thing? I didn't think so, Nick. I didn't I didn't think so because I didn't feel it. But when it decided to sit and settle on me and I found myself unable to get up out of bed, found myself
1: Alright, so what's it feel like when you can't get out of bed? I mean the average person can't relate to that. Alright? Somebody who does not suffer from depression. It's like a wet blanket, Nick. And so you you're curled up in your bed and you have to get up to go to work. I mean, that's Well,
0: that is different. That is
1: a I mean, how 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 does it It start?
0: starts with uh, it starts with the darkness in my mind.
1: So in your mind there's a cloud that emerges I
0: I imagine it as such, but really it's just kind of like a wet blanket that just sits upon my, my brain, my spine, my my you, back, you, my entire right. being, and it just holds me down in a right. place where no movement feels comfortable.
1: All right. So, I, do you feel sad? I feel. Is it sad? I, I mean,
0: feel unworthy.
1: You feel oh. oh.
0: I feel. That my like awakening would not no, make a difference.
1: So your life has no meaning.
0: That my getting up wouldn't do anything for anybody that...
1: So you have no value. That it's better
0: if I just stayed where I was. You have no value. If I just didn't go out and interact with the world, if I just stayed where I was, I was less likely to to make it worse.
1: Okay, so... Your coping skill has been curl up in bed. And I wouldn't there. call
0: it a coping skill. I don't feel that I have a choice.
1: Well, there has to be another coping skill.
0: Drinking, getting high.
1: Drinking or getting high.
0: Possibly. But I've never really, I've never been awakened. I've never, I've never felt in control enough to exercise that option. Nick, it's just stay where the fuck you are and don't fucking move.
1: All right, so even if somebody like me would say would show up at your door and say, Get your ass out of bed and let's go. Get in the shower, you know, go to work.
0: I I can hypothesize all I want about how that would turn out. I don't think it would be well if I were to <laughs> hypothesize but I honestly don't know. There was a time when I was at my parents and I was still using And I had to get up to be at work at 5 o'clock in the morning. And my father would come around my door at 4.15 every morning and knock on the door. Is
1: is that codependent?
0: Absolutely. But was it helpful? (laughs) Was it helpful? Yes. Was he understanding of my need and just going out of his way to help me? Yes. Did he have a million years worth of abuse to make up for? Yes. But (laughs) the bottom line was, I would be angry at him for like 10 minutes. And then it would settle within me that he was just trying to help me, and I needed to stop being such a hateful bitch. And I would get up, and I would go. Why are you so angry? Why were you a hateful bitch? Do you know me? I do. Do you know my history? Yes. Do you understand maybe why I might be hateful? I guess so. Okay. I don't think we have to go into that. All right. Uh, Yeah. All right. But do I, did I think I was past that, Nikki? Yeah, I want to believe I'm past this. I don't feel angry every day. In fact, most of these days, I've kind of, you know, dealt with my life like driving to work, stick shift in this car that I used to not have to stick shift in, and uh-huh. paying careful attention when I go around roundabouts when I used to just haul ass through them. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm grateful.
1: I want to add that your dad bought you a stick shift to torture you.
0: I want to add that I wish you wouldn't have brought that up. In case my siblings are listening, I don't need to be their source of hate or anger or contention. No, no
1: your dad Once again. bought a car for you. And that he, I
0: didn't ask for.
1: And he, he put a stick shift in it. It's a stick shift. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's three
0: years uh, older than my yeah, other car.
1: Yeah, right. He did that to torture you. One for him. Are you is that one, what you're saying Are oh, really I, in I'm, your I'm, position?
0: I'm, no you're I'm, saying my father did this to make me suffer? Yeah,
1: I I am I'm, I'm saying that. Yes Well
0: I acquiesce to going, it obviously.
1: Alright. What is his name? Cliff? Kent. Kent. Yeah,
0: Kent. Kent score one. One,
1: one for Kent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well in that case you're ready one. Yeah. Because I don't like this car. She's older <laughs> than my other car. She's a CRV, so I'm sitting up high. I've got nowhere to rest my arms. It's just... Oh. He had to put so much work into it before he bought it for me, too, which is ridiculous. You don't put work into a car you're going to buy. It should be ready to go. <sighs> Breathe, Jody. All right. All right, so. I didn't know we were going there, goddammit. I was more... Going along with the facts that I've been medication-free for... For almost five months and I really thought that it was working out um, there have been a couple times you know with my dad up to buying the car where everything seemed to work out and as I'm driving home in the vehicle that he just bought for me I'm bawling and all I can say to myself is Jody this is good it's okay to be happy Jody you can be happy it's okay Guys, it's been years. There have been several times in the last couple years when I thought that I should be happy, but it felt so fucking wrong that if it wasn't wrong, I made it wrong in the end just because it felt right.
1: You have an example?
0: Yeah. My alcoholic, when we were both sober...
1: Your previous relationship?
0: Previous, previous. Previous,
1: previous. Oh, two times ago. Yeah. Fucker.
0: And we were both sober... And it just felt kind of humdrum. Um, Right, but there was nothing big wrong. There were no big issues. And it was like, I just couldn't be okay being happy. Just no problems. Just appreciating and grateful. It was difficult for me. And and it still is difficult for me. And you were sober. And I was sober. And so now, just recently, driving along this car that I'm cursing because I'm in rush hour traffic and I have to downshift 30 fucking times just so I can get five miles. I'm telling myself, Jody, it's okay. Be happy. Everything is fine. Your car's fine. Your rent's fine. Your kids are fine. Everything's fine. Just be fine.
1: Oh, that's a coping skill. Right?
0: I thought that it was a new way of thinking.
1: A new way of thinking is a
0: coping, a coping skill. skill. Fuck your coping skill. There's nothing wrong with my don't, life. Don't. Why do I need a coping skill if nothing's wrong?
1: Because it's okay- a new way of no, thinking. No, because occasionally you get triggered and into what you
0: I, I got triggered by nothing. I'm driving a nice car that drives well that maybe doesn't fit to what I'm used to. I've got nothing to complain about right now, Nick. It is not a coping skill. If for me, it is a new way of phrasing things so that I can be okay with it. Because apparently, but this I don't know how to be okay connection. with
1: shit. Is it a direct connection to your father?
0: Everything in my life is a direct connection to my father.
1: Yeah. He bought you a car that would torture you.
0: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not what made me miss two days of work. Or is right. it? No. You tell me. You're yeah. the. Who knows? Learned one. All right,
1: let's go back to the first day. Why did you miss work?
0: Just Can't muster.
1: Woke up. Alarm went off. The strength. What alarm went off?
0: I thought was fear.
1: You were afraid.
0: Every beat in my, every, it just fear. Bigger than me.
1: Just uh, terror. Just
0: right. fear of just what? Of what? Everything.
1: Not being good, no.
0: I don't know. It's just fear. What it's looks? just a blanket feeling. It's not as specific to anything. If it was, I could tackle. Is it, it one fear at of a death?
1: Is it fear of death?
0: No, it's mostly a fear of disappointment or not worthy or.
1: Do you hear voices that tell you that?
0: No, no, those thoughts are always there Nick.
1: so there there's a there's an inner voice or a, or, or, or tape that
0: it's just the background some days you're i' can, not worthy some days I ignore the background and some days I can't overcome so, it but
1: it's every single day that yeah. you feel that you hear that background, which is I'm not worthy
0: it's not worth it. You're not, not worth
1: it. it. You're not worthy. You're not worth it. Why are you even trying? Yeah. Um,
0: and it's background. And when yeah, it's background, you, you, Nick, you know, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay with it's background. Know, but these know, last couple well, days, it's not background.
1: Well, all right. So now you get to the, you're worthless. And.
0: Well, it's, it's just almost, it's like, Well. it's not that I'm worthless, Nick. It's just that there's a comfort in not being. Does that make sense? When I'm asleep, I'm not there.
1: All right, so... And there's a comfort in that. this is, you have these intrusive negative thoughts, all right, that you're not worthy, you're worthless, and you're, you know, whatever. And you shut down by going to sleep. And when you do that, basically, you survive the rest of the day.
0: By not appearing. By
1: not appearing, right. Because you cannot stand the intrusive thoughts.
0: I just, I, it just feels safer to not appear.
1: Because you're worthless.
0: Because I'm not ready. It's not that I'm not worth, I, it just feels like more pain to be. Than uh, to just hide uh, and not well exist. That, I
1: think that's a good I, I, I think that's a good point. It feels more pain to be um, if you actually have to confront everything that uh, and the job
0: the and, kids and the kids and the whatever the loss, you know the, the,
1: everything else parents, all the, all the, the drama in people. your life, right? Your mother, you, know, me, what you know whatever. Anyway, if you have to confront that, it, it, like you said, it's so difficult to be just me. You there's know? not
0: really space for me in that environment. Yeah, there's not a there's not a place so so for me. Well, so I regress, and I regress, hide, and re- I protect, I shelter you put, myself. You put
1: armor on, uh, you you. What you but doing? it's
0: not really armor. I'm really fucking myself every time. Like, but I can't help but take care of this poor little girl I feel inside me that needs someone to take care of her.
1: Okay. So you were correct in saying you regress. You regress to eight years old or six. I
0: just don't understand why the pain grows so much that it interrupts my well, you've daily never, living. Well, you've
1: never really processed that pain from when you were six years old. Oh, whatever happened, I don't know what What age. I got
0: hit by a car when I was six years old. Yeah,
1: so, uh, yeah. I mean, processing that, that trauma, all right, is something that...
0: You know, at six years old, I knew that it was too much for my parents to pay for an ambulance ride.
1: Yeah. And, and you I felt, refused you, to go you, on the ambulance felt, because
0: I knew yeah, it would cost them money. You felt you I was six guilty years old.
1: at six years old. You spent your entire life being guilty about lots of stuff. Okay? Just
0: being alive.
1: And then you have these moments or, or, or days when you can't get out of bed.
0: And it makes me feel fucking powerless and I hate it. But well, I, I don't... I don't want it to go the, back on meds. Is, is it
1: the, the depression that, that makes you feel powerless? I
0: think it's I mean, my life.
1: Uh, do you just get overwhelmed with...
0: I think it just catches up with me. Like, it, yeah, I can't run you, from you, it. You
1: can't do this and keep your job.
0: No, I, and I, I don't intend to lose my job.
1: We have to come up with a solution, a coping skill. We have to come up with something. I, what? I, I, I'm your friend.
0: What? Any ideas? I
1: have no fucking clue. Neither do I. I don't, but let's work on it.
0: It comes when I least expect it.
1: I don't know when it's going to You have to have a... We have to have a, like a... What, well, it's what, not like you, it's my you,
0: period. I mean, that was two weeks ago. You would think if it, I don't,
1: you know, if it no. went with
0: my hormones, if, that it would coincide
1: with shit. If we were in a relationship, I'd be tracking your period. But the bottom line you is, you know, that's just gross. No, it's not. It is. It's gross. what guys oh,
0: yeah. do. Oh fuck you! It's not. Oh, good. they
1: do too. They do not. No, they do. I so do. They know I they do. Can get I picky. have always tracked my partner's period.
0: Well, that's just weird. No, it's not. Yeah.
1: Oh fuck you. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know. I never tracked my own, so who knows. But I didn't. I didn't. I never checked I, my own. I was
1: an incessant caregiver.
0: Incessant. That's not healthy either. Incessant
1: caregiver. Yeah. As long as it wasn't
0: incestuous. I, 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 I did As incessant. long
1: as it wasn't incestuous. <laughs> no, it wasn't incestuous. Jody. I
0: watched a lot about Oedipus. The Oedipus complex. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, well, was,
1: we were just talking about that with my mother. I was <laughs> just talking about that.
0: That Elaborate. my mother...
1: That my mother um, uh, did emotional incest on me.
0: Emotional incest? Yeah. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me when you say that. Um, go ahead and elaborate on well, that.
1: I w- Would you? All right, my mother, God bless her soul. You um, <laughs> he
0: said that so slowly. No, she, silly? She, had,
1: she had a. Silly. Um, silly. silly. No, she had a miscarriage before me, she had me, and then she had a miscarriage after me. I was kind of her golden child.
0: But then she did proceed to have two children. After <coughs>
1: her. She had um, three children after me.
0: So you were, but you were still somehow the golden child? Yes,
1: I was the golden
0: child. Okay. Yeah. That's a hard title to live up to. <laughs>
1: yeah, back in the 50s.
0: Anytime. In 60s. Anytime that's hard to live up to. A no, but she, she,
1: she emotionally uh, leaned on you. Incested, me.
0: incested you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because my dad was always gone, or he wasn't emotionally available and to her. And she obviously had no girlfriends? Uh, no, she had no girlfriends. No peers, no, no. no, no
0: anyone else to turn to. So no. she turned to you emotionally. Yeah, right. And that scarred you.
1: Yeah, it's scarred. Oh, yeah, I'm scarred.
0: So at 17, when you ran,
1: <laughs> but that could have no, very
0: possibly been part of it.
1: Exactly. I had to leave.
0: You had to get away from that. somehow.
1: Yeah, you know, God was tapping me on the shoulder. And but he you says, weren't going to go out to war and, and die. die. No, uh, no, way. no, no way. No way. No, no, no. Go to Germany and smoke hash. And,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy doesn't have to know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah,
1: Just yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go. Seven years later, I came back. But Okay. I can't
0: believe you were overseas for seven years. That's pretty commendable.
1: Uh-huh. I left I, mean, I left with $125 in my pocket.
0: Could you imagine if you left now and went over there? How long would you last? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I had 125 bucks in my pocket and I left. I suppose I if you shore in Italy. Six, well, actually, six and a half years later, yeah.
0: In yeah. Italy, you could you could probably bullshit your way through.
1: I bullshit my way through a lot of countries. Uh, <laughs>
0: see, and you know what? I just feel like that's what I do through life. So when you look at me and you kind of laugh at the ways that I skirt the law or that I override or slide my way in, you kind of laugh about it. But I think, honestly, I think you are kind of (coughs) built from the same straw. Like, laws are put in place for a reason, but other (coughs) laws are not put in place so we can take advantage. (coughs) Probably not a good way to leave that, but...
1: No, um...
0: But (laughs) look at us, both grasping our straws. Uh, I don't think I said earlier today (coughs) is October fourth, twenty nineteen. It's a Friday, and it was a long week for me. Um, Got a good couple weeks ahead of me. I hope. Still trying to go about this gung ho. You Um,
1: know, you know what we did. We we we, we've been sober since July fourth.
0: We
1: have. And tonight we bought some wine. We did. And we drank it. Okay? And we may never buy wine again, because this wine tastes like shit.
0: But, <laughs> but, Indeed.
1: <laughs> but we did buy some wine tonight. And...
0: It does make you think a little different.
1: It 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 does. And, um, tomorrow's another day, and we're going to, um, um, be sober again.
0: And unfortunately, I think this is just a sign of my, I don't want to say demise, but, uh, with bipolar, there is downfalls when you're not managing it well. And I have not been eating well, and I most definitely have not been exercising, and these last two days, life just got to me. And when I came over to Nick's, I came over with a little bit of drink on me and kind of brought him into the tumble down with me. So hopefully, this is not a sign of things to continue. Um,
1: Sobriety is difficult. Absolutely. And Fridays after work, and you know, uh, I always have intense cravings. On Fridays.
0: I do too, because it's payday, and I'm like, oh,
1: I can afford it now. And so, you know, I know I'm going to fall on my face once in a while with the sobriety thing.
0: Gotcha.
1: And, um, but overall, I'm doing pretty good. You know, because I'm doing it actually, you know, I don't need to... Wine, or you know, I really don't. I actually have a lot more ener- energy and, and, and get a lot more done when I'm not drinking. I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it because my grandson does not want me to drink, okay? right?
0: And that makes a big difference. That makes you it, it you
1: know, that's, a, that's an incentive, you know, for me. And I understand that one because my mother was an alcoholic, okay. So, you
0: know, it's Which important. just blows me away that, because my parents have never drank. So, That's I've honestly, yeah. I've got nothing to bounce this off of, off of and say, wow, this results in bad endings. But you do.
1: Yeah.
0: And you ignore that. It's
1: Amazing. Amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sad but amazing and obviously true because he's got nothing to say to that uh,
1: no i i can't i i don't have a rebuttal. no no
0: no but i i know that when you're sober you do oh
1: you think so i know
0: okay. so you've discussed right. it with me all right
1: so tomorrow morning
0: when he's sober we might try this again
1: yeah yeah uh, uh tomorrow morning i'll give you a a rebuttal. A
0: rebuttal as yeah. to why it's okay to drink when you watch your mom drink herself to
1: death.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a and tough one.
1: You have also lovers that you've had who drank themselves to death or used to the point where they died.
0: And yet I still...
1: And you still, yeah.
0: Well, I can answer that now, honestly.
1: <coughs> what?
0: Death seems peaceful. Huh? Death seems peaceful. Oh, Yeah.
1: I didn't think of that that death for you is like
0: the end of peaceful.
1: everything the end of everything a a void a, a darkness yeah. you you float away and it's all over and no more bills no more fucking work no goddamn relationships no stress about kids. No, no, nothing. Right? It's just like that's what death is, right? A it's a,
0: it's, it's a, well, void.
1: a. yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's a, a void. It's a of void. All of this. A black hole in the. East. Where yeah. you're numb. Yeah. Where you don't.
0: Feel. And you're
1: gone. You're gone. Mm-hmm. All right, that that you do fantasize that.
0: I wouldn't say fantasize. You are ready to I, do I fantasize that? about I mean, a hard dick for a couple hours, or a wet mouth for you know half that time. But I don't fantasize. I just in those really dark times, it seems like a proper dismissal.
1: to let go. To let go and die. You're saying. Mm-hmm. So to so it like, is it suicide? To let it have you. Is it suicidal ideation? I mean, like.
0: No, it's, it's...
1: Death ideation?
0: It's just envisioning an ending. It's the ending. It's, it's not suicide. It's, it's like any other illness. It's like cancer. With cancer, you know what one of the side effects is? Death. You know what with depression? One of the side effects is? Death. It's an illness. It's an affliction. It's something that has got me. And what kills most of those who are depressed is suicide. Does that mean that is my outcome? No. Not yet. Not yet. But I would be lying if I said that there aren't times when it seems the most redeemable. Suicide?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So you have moments in your life... In various times, I don't, I don't know when, at home, when you're alone, or maybe even here, I, I don't know, where you think that the idea of suicide...
0: The idea of death.
1: The idea of death.
0: Sounds.
1: Sounds pretty good. Sound. Huh?
0: It sounds sound.
1: A sound plan.
0: You know whose misery it ends? Hmm. Yours. And everyone else who's worried about me, who stresses uh-huh. about me, right, who yeah. has to do extra things just for me, it takes away that burden. It takes All away that
1: burden. energy that you your life uh, And puts it's my up. misery.
0: Twenty four hours a day it's mine and mine alone. That darkness that Emptiness, that open, needing, a Alright, so, so, so
1: how, Let's take a moment. How did you go get there? How, how did you get to this place? Is it because you don't have a... How sp- did I
0: get there? Do you think I took steps to get no, there?
1: No, you, you're depressed because, I mean, let's say you meet... Uh, you know, um, I was
0: born this way, sh- Nick.
1: A chic, and he's got you. You know, you have all the money you want, whatever.
0: You're asking me to be someone I'm not. I can't Maybe. hypothesize about a situation that isn't true for me. I've never had all the money I wanted in the world. I've never been in a place where I would seek out or source a chic. I am Jody Rosenloff. I
1: all right. So let's be real. Uh, okay I, I agree okay, okay. In, in my life 66 years okay a multitude of relationships. Uh, my last relationship was with Ellen, you know Ellen. She's perfect. Okay. She died of cancer. Um, never have I felt that I could not hold my head high for who I am. I've raised children and grandchildren and children's children and stepchildren and in my in 66 years. Lucky you. You have also.
0: I don't think I was supposed to be here. My father didn't want me. He didn't want girls. He only wanted boys. I was reminded of that most days of my Your life.
1: Your father...
0: Was the most important man in my life.
1: And he gifted you with a car that When I'm
0: 44, and he abused me throughout most of my childhood. And, and that's supposed to make up for it? Yes. Yeah, Maybe to shift. my sisters it would.
1: It's a stick shift.
0: It's three years older than the car I used to uh, own. It doesn't
1: matter. He's trying to make amends. In his
0: and I was honest and open and willing to let him do that. Did it meet any of my needs? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. My accord was running just fine.
1: Fine, but you're talking about about the physical stuff.
0: That's what happened Uh, was the physical stuff. He didn't fix anything on a celestial level. This was all very physical, and it was a car that I didn't need. no. That was less expensive than the vehicle I was driving. That was no better than the one I have, but he (laughs) felt he had to do this. And you know what? I fucking let him. Was it necessary? No. Did I ask for it? No. Did I want it? No. Do I understand that my dad is 75 and he doesn't have a lot of years left? And he knows he's got a lot of shit to make up for? Yes. Do I think his judgment was sound? Absolutely not. But do I let my dad have that because I love him? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I do. But it wasn't anything I needed. It wasn't anything I wanted. I'm a little bitter about it. If you can't hear it in my voice, I loved my Accord. But my father felt I needed this car and he doesn't have a lot of years left. And he's got a lot to make up for, not just with me, but with all of my siblings. And I think that's where this comes misconstrued in my siblings' eyes, is that they think that my dad is just doing all of this for me. And I think I'm just an outlet. I am the only sibling, I'm the only child of his that actually needs right now. Everyone else is doing
1: yeah, they're Pretty. married to a they're, the nice. they're doing this. And yeah, I'm
0: yeah, the yeah. drug addict, and the alcoholic, and I'm the one who's struggling to piece my life back together, and I don't have a husband, and all of my children are a little lost to me, and I'm just the one my dad reaches out to, but I don't believe that I'm the only one he's trying to make up. Two. Two. I don't. And it's a fucking heavy weight to bear, and... I think maybe my little sister is the only one who listens to this. And Julia, if you're listening, I wish I could actually talk to you. That's all. I wish I could actually talk to you. I don't know if any of the things that are going on with my dad have anything to do with my inability to function i just know that lately i can't function and i know i'm off my meds and i i don't want to be on my meds i don't i want to be able to control this i'm an adult i'm smart I should be able to control this. I am grateful for everything that's gone on in my life lately. I have a lot to be grateful for. Everybody I know is healthy, they're alive, including my parents.
1: I think we need to talk about coping skills, but that's a long discussion.
0: I understand the need for coping skills, Nick, and I think that I've been working on those a lot. As I told you, when I see, you know, my alcoholic's car, instead of seeing disappointment and failure, I'm seeing happy times and good feelings and... I just think that it's one of those things about being bipolar that you can't predict, that I can't see coming, that do I can't think, prepare do, for.
1: Do, do you think that the, you had two days? You didn't go to work. Do you think that if you were on medication, that would have happened?
0: I don't know. It seems like in my history it did happen regardless of whether or not I was on medication.
1: All right, so offline, we need to talk about coping skills. More coping skills. How we can address this. If I
0: truly am bipolar, Nick, I don't know that coping skills are going to help. Would you agree with me or not? You know bipolar, Uh, you've seen it it it, manifest. It's
1: a long discussion.
0: Well, is it something that coping skills can manage, or are there times when you do need medication?
1: You need medication and coping skills.
0: Okay, so you're not denying the fact that I probably need meds?
1: I, I think so. I still love you.
0: I just don't want to be that damaged. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: I don't want to relinquish that control over myself. Do you know what I mean? I know. I, I know. I, I, know I know. I know. I'm like giving over to a, another power and it's one that is probably Jody. decided by pharmaceutical companies and money and I not know, really what's best for me.
1: Maybe not. All right. Here's a, another idea. Talk to Melanie.
0: Oh, fuck you. No, no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, okay. She, I will allow you to, to plead your... Explain why I should listen to her.
1: All right. She is doing uh, a cleanse. Uh, she, she has herbs and stuff. And she says that the, your emotional health starts in your gut. Okay?
0: Okay.
1: And she's been doing this. And she's not half as crazy as she used to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she won't even talk to me, Nick. Tell us why Melanie won't talk to me.
1: Well, because you criticized her and said she complains too much.
0: I criticized her. Huh? I didn't call her out on her shit. I criticized her?
1: No, you said you complain all the time. Why don't, why don't you do something about it? Um. it, it was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel think-
0: the need to... Clarify this situation. So Melanie is a friend of Nick's who lived beside her for how many years? Lived beside twenty two years. Neighbors, like direct neighbors, and she would come over every day, turn on CNN. Was it CNN or Fox News? CNN. CNN. Um, and, um, she would drink Sunday, Nick's no. coffees. Eat his cereal. He would buy cereal specifically for her, but then he would bitch about how much cereal he bought for
1: her. I don't eat cereal. He doesn't <laughs> eat cereal. So he'd
0: buy it just for her, and she never thanked him. She would come over with all her problems every day. This is a person who, um, she's a panic. Panic of the Disco, uh, anybody a, who doesn't a, know? A
1: panic. Uh, panic yeah. follower? It's a group, yeah. Yes. It's like deadheads. And yeah. she
0: would pick up all these men along the way who had addictions to one thing or another, let them live at her house, and then she would come over to Nick's house every day and she would bitch, 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 bitch about this motherfucker who's just living off me, using all my shit, doesn't appreciate shit, and this was her constant ramble every day. And one day, okay, guys, one day I had had enough, okay, of everything, my life, my kids, my work, whatever it had been, and I come over and Melanie's bitching. And I was just like, (laughs) she goes... But you know what, if you guys don't want me to keep talking, I won't. And I said, you know what, Mel, I don't. And she just stopped dead in her tracks. Because I think she must have said this a lot. I'll stop talking if you guys want me to. And nobody ever said anything, but I said, please stop. And she goes, what? And I said, Mel, no offense, but I just don't want to hear this shit today. Okay, you come over here every fucking day, you're bitching about the same fucking shit. About this guy that you let live in your house, that doesn't respect you, doesn't do what you ask him to do. I'm just fucking done with it. And poor Mel, her little head spun. (laughs) Like the (laughs) fuck. Her head spun and she was just like, what? And she's like spewing out fucking vomit. What? What? How dare you? Oh my God. And I just said, Mel, you asked. I'm not up for it today. Can we just like shut the fuck up and just chill? And the girl has never, she's never forgiven me.
1: Yep.
0: Not since. Never talked to you since. Never talked to me since, and yet Nick wants me to go talk to her? Say, what? Can you help me understand that, Nick? How do you actually expect me? All right,
1: all right. I'll I'll do research, okay?
0: You know what, what, Nick? You know what you got to do? You you got to drop some balls. And like you've been talking about for the last two or three weeks, you got to say, Mel, you know what? Jody's my friend. She loved you before this shit went down. She knew you back in the day when Talon was a baby. She loves you and supports you. One day she tells you she doesn't want to hear your shit and all of a sudden you're being a bitch. Mm -hmm. Could you just drop that shit and go back to being Mel? That's all you gotta do, Nick. This is your house. In fact, for anybody listening, Nick made me leave the other day because she was here. He fucking made me leave. Oh. oh, you don't think I remember that? Uh,
1: issue. Oh, issue. Nick didn't know that was a boundary. Oh, but
0: he had me come over. He snuck me into his office. He she helped was, me she, with well, what all, I needed. All right,
1: all right. Melanie comes over here like once a week. Okay, she came over here, and then the girl came over here. Uh, you know, Jody,
0: the girl, the girl. I'm the girl,
1: <laughs> yeah, Jody because we had to do an insurance thing, okay? So I had a conflict. Mel and Jody don't get along, right? It's Melanie's fault. But
0: but whose ego did he preserve here, ladies and gentlemen? I No. Whose ego did you preserve? Not mine. You made me sneak out of here like a dog with my toe between my legs. Oh,
1: God, I did. You I, did? Yeah, I did that, didn't I? You
0: did, and you let her preen here like a... Like a
1: little queen over (laughs) there. All right, on on the lounge trail. trail. And I just
0: walked out going, But in my heart, I'm going, fuck Nick.
1: Well, I'm sorry.
0: That's what you were saying to me was, fuck Jody. I'm
1: sorry.
0: Nick, she will still come around even if you're stern with her. I promise. You're one of her only friends. There's nothing wrong with being authentic. No, but
1: I, I admit that I was wrong.
0: And, and I'm just telling you, it's okay to be right with her because she's not going to go anywhere. She's not. She loves you. You are one of her truest friends, right?
1: I have to talk to her. So
0: if you be stern with her, you don't even have to
1: no, I say agree. your
0: piece and I think she no, will come I around. No, I
1: have been coming to the point where I was going to say, this is bullshit.
0: It is bullshit. You know, she's throwing but a little ma'am? tantrum because one day I didn't want to hear her whining. Yeah,
1: right.
0: I didn't say shut the fuck up forever, Mel. I just said, shut the fuck up for today. I, you wouldn't believe... Shut the fuck up for today. Just one day. Shut yeah. up.
1: Friends say that to each other. I thought so. Yeah. But
0: then she turned and it was total hate and vile and venom. But what can you do?
1: Okay. So, where are we going?
0: Where are we going? Um, I think we're okay to end the podcast. I think things are a little touchy. Um, I had two days of depression... Where I missed work, and I'm a little worried about myself, and then I brought we're, alcohol we're, over to Nick's, we and are, we are, are now going, indulging.
1: We're going to um, process that.
0: We are. We are. Um, I have the full weekend to do it, because I can't go into work tomorrow, so...
1: It's Friday! Chances
0: are, I'm going to spend the next 48 hours in bed. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, you want to sleep here? <laughs> I'll get your ass out of bed. <laughs>
0: that kind of throws a wrench in my sleep for the next 48 hours. I
1: know. <laughs> exactly. I
0: don't need you to wake me up on the weekends. Those are the days I can sleep.
1: No, you have to get up at 8.
0: I know. I'm supposed to do that every day. It's supposed yeah. to be good for me. Yeah. But what happens when you get up at 8 and you realize at 8.15 that you have nothing no, to do?
1: come over here and you have coffee. I'll make you scrambled eggs.
0: That's not as exciting as the dull oh black of nothingness.
1: God. All you have to do is come over.
0: The dull black of nothingness. All I'll you have to do pa- is roll over right. and close my eyes.
1: Pancakes. huh? Sausage.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um what's the, what's the name of that restaurant? Um, Pete's. Pete's.
1: Yeah. Eight o'clock. Tomorrow.
0: It's really early. All
1: right. Pete's. 10 o'clock.
0: Okay. Pete's, yeah, because I can get their kitchen burrito. Uh Uh-huh. Comes with all the different meats.
1: All right. We're on... Green chili. You hear this?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Are you going to hold me to it because it's on the podcast? Yeah. We haven't heard much from your grandson. You hope he's okay? Or do you think he's okay?
1: Who? He's fine.
0: It's just been quiet. I mean...
1: Yeah, he's doing uh, YouTube. YouTube. What...
0: We're going to have to look into speakers, microphones. Okay. okay. For sure.
1: All right. Anyway, All right. We're going to wrap this
0: up. I have to go to breakfast tomorrow with Nick. We'll see how that goes. I, I think that it should be positive, but I guess bottom line of tonight's podcast is you just never know what to expect. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Jaded. I'm Jody.
1: Hey, Nick.
0: (laughs) Have a good night. Thanks for listening.